Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back to our, our show again. This I, I, our I, show. I welcomed you to the world of Pokemon, but now I'm welcoming you to the show proper. It's but under I'm, the umbrella of the world of Pokemon. Yes. Um, I normally don't have to welcome you twice, because, you know, you, you get it from the first one. But here we are. I'm not, it's good to be welcoming. Yeah, I'm not doing another take. You're here. <laughs> um, how's it going, Will? Uh, not bad. Uh, you know, just uh, listening to noise from outside my apartment and wondering if it's going to be bleeding into the audio of this podcast. Hopefully not. Oh, that's that's just you know living the podcaster lifestyle. Hey, baby. yeah. That's uh, that's how we roll. Come um, soundproof this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, what a we're, we're on what what we did a we did Beldum last time. We did do Beldum. That was eye opening. Yeah. Somewhat um, alarming. You could say we were impaled with new information. That you we could. I don't know. I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> because it impales people. Oh or yeah, I guess it skewers it them. It skewers. Sorry, it skewers with the little. Let me start the joke over. Claws. You could you could say we were skewered <laughs> with new information. Uh, yeah, that makes as much sense as the first thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you, you know uh, uh, the little little pillar metal claw thing with with magnets instead of blood and. Mm, uh, yeah, a lot of talk about blood for something that had no blood. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are you trying to convince? Like, yeah. No uh, blood at all. No blood here. It's, this is written by Beldums who just don't want to donate blood. It's like, oh, yeah. well, I don't have that. Sorry, you, you can't. So no, quit you, asking. You're just scared of needles, Beldum. Which is weird, because you're made of steel. Yeah, and to have needles on your butt. Mm. Um, but yeah, that... That was that was Beldum. That was um, a long time ago. We're, we're we're past that. We we were not we're not talking about Beldum anymore because that's old news. We're on to to Beldum's uh, first evolution, whose name is Matang. A name that I have a hard time not saying like a sound effect. Yeah, it's uh, it's arguably. Why they why they named it that, um, Tang or Matang? Matang. Um, it's uh, I played his cry here. I couldn't find a good clip of it like from the anime, but it it's got a really cool voice in this show. It's very uh, robotic and hollow sounding, like you would expect. It's just kind of like Matang, like kind of kind of fast. It's it sounds really cool, but I'll have to look uh, it up. Yeah, um, it is still a steel and psychic type. It is no longer the Iron Ball Pokemon, which, um, as we went over, didn't really make much sense for Beldum. <laughs> um, but this is now the Iron Claw Pokemon. Which, which makes marginally more sense. Yeah, it's got claws. It's got two claws, which appear to be just Beldums. Two Beldums. Yeah, right. Except instead of eyes, it's now a little ball joint that attaches to the rest of its body yeah the eyes got sucked up into a, a flying saucer body 
mm-hmm. that has a, a a cone, a sharpened cone like horn nose, but also these kind of thinner blades around its back. Um, Little blade accents around the back. Yeah, it's very. I don't know, it reminds me of like uh, anamorph alien design, like Hork Bajir and and Andalites mm, with with yeah. weird blades on just kind of covered odd in, spots. Yeah, weird knives all over yeah. their body. Yeah. Um, so Hork you know, Bajir, that's a well. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a really accessible reference. <laughs> Everybody's read the the cultural phenomenon known as animorphs uh if they haven't then they now currently should. being reprinted in graphic novel format uh, for all to enjoy so that they can look at what a hork bezier truly looks like yeah they, they had some covers with them but yeah you can see them in full action now um Google yeah that's search for hork bezier yeah good luck spelling that if you haven't read animorphs ever i can't even remember how it's spelled <laughs> It's not um, too crazy. Yeah, just look up Hork Badger. You'll find it. Uh, a choking badger. Hmm. <laughs> Matang, though, is... Uh, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, the, the the eyes are just kind of... It's got, like, two actual kind of eye holes instead of this one weird hole that's clearly where you put the ball joint in uh, for its evolution later, but... Yeah, like the the two arms are little, yeah, just beldums. Like the the claws that they had on their butt are just like the fingers now, essentially. Yep. Um, like really, I feel like it's not that common to have just the exact shape of the previous evolution be a part of. I guess with the exception of like a Diglett or a Magnemite, but mm-hmm. that's kind of different because that's just like oh, that's just three of the Pokemon, you know? Yeah, it's just this like, is like two have come together to form something entirely new like it's two individual beings or to be the arms of something entirely new (laughs) like like voltron or something yes (laughs) voltron except yeah and then there was a a third who was something else entirely yeah yeah it's uh it's interesting it 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 floats around um presumably the same way baldum does but it also seems to be able to walk on its arms more or less um there's one of the one of the pictures i got there looks like it's clearly walking towards you menacingly (laughs) it's very scary but uh sophocles rides it in the anime Um, who sophocles he's the little uh electric uh kahuna in the sun and moon games oh okay he rides he rides him a tang Mm -hmm. flies him around he rides a lot of uh no, he does. He never mind. He has a Vikafolt too that he also rides, but like actually races with. Matang is part of the Ultra Guardians, which are like the Power Ranger Sentai version of Pokemon kids uh, for that arc of the of the show. They all have their own special ride Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, lots going on. Yeah, um, I've watched a lot of that, and it was very good. <laughs> so, but yeah, Matang. That's where I probably first saw Matang the most and was like, oh, okay, Matang's actually pretty cool. But um yeah, what's uh, what are we this is a this is a big Pokemon. It's uh three foot eleven, which is, you know, four feet Why? as opposed to Beldum, which was two feet, which is Like it doesn't seem that tall, right? So is this a cross or is it, it looks height? It Unclear. can't be arm to arm because each beldum should be two feet on its own, and so if it was arm to arm, it'd be eight feet, right? So maybe it's oh yeah, like, that's a good point. 
Maybe it, maybe it is just sort of like Four when its arms are naturally tall. resting kind of below its body. Maybe it's like the bottom of the arm to the top of the little UFO head. Yeah, or it's just the UFO head maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's probably too big, but interesting. Yeah, I'm going to guess this is vertical height instead of wingspan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you, you make a good point. Based on the measurements of the previous Beldum and the fact that we can see the Beldum on <laughs> the Pokemon. Yeah. That, that said, like that you wrong. know, evolution is a miraculous process. Um, maybe the Beldum shrink could be. Um, yeah, I guess. It's also uh, 446.4 pounds on average. Which is a little more than twice the weight of a Beldum. So that, that tracks um, a little better. But also, yeah, very, very heavy. Um, very big and heavy. So... Probably not one to be trifled with. Uh, yeah, 446. Dang. That is does quite ha- hefty. It does have a very convenient kind of like safe, flat surface on its head um, for riding on. Uh, but anywhere else I would be uh, a little nervous to, to touch. For riding on or for crushing you into a pancake. A lot of hard, heavy, sharp, pointy corners and surfaces yes. on this one. Heavy machinery do not operate while yeah. drunk. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> In, intoxicated. Do not anything. operate your Matang. No. Um, but yeah, this this was kind of interesting. Um, Beldum had some a handful of def- different names uh, for different languages, but Matang seems to be pretty uh, pretty much the the one for most of them, except for a couple. But yeah, I'll let you take us on that journey. <laughs> So the description we have for Matang is that it's a combination of the word metal and tang, as in like an onomatopoeic sound of of metal. Not um, the orange juice. Uh, not not the, <laughs> the spaceman orange juice. Yeah. Um, Matang is also an anagram of magnet. Did not realize and, that. Yeah, had not made that connection. Um may also be a combination of metal and etang, which is French for the color pond blue, which it is blue in color. That seems like a stretch to Bulbapedia me. always goes the extra mile to stretch yeah, on the name interpretations, like, and it's like, I don't know, but, like, maybe it could be, like, probably not the inspiration for the name, but maybe something they were like, oh, yeah, that that works too. You know, people who speak French and saw that name probably were like, oh, because it's blue. Yeah. You know? Totally. Sure, yeah. It doesn't seem like that's the origin for all of the other languages, but I guess, yeah, it could be. Maybe yeah. that's just a um, Eurocentric, or not Euro, yeah, English, whatever. Um, <laughs> Anglocentric? Western? Uh, I don't know. So... Metal and tang. Tang. Um, yeah, sure. That tracks. Uh, it's just a metal noise. Yeah. Um, now, in Korean, it's matangu. So just matang with a couple of O's on the end. Yeah, which is doesn't mean anything in particular. It's just kind of a, a, a variation on, you know, the Japanese name, which is just also is the name of it in every other language. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, matangu. Matangu. And in Mandarin, 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 <laughs> I don't know what just happened to me. In Mandarin, it's Jinshu Guai, which translates literally to metal monster. Yeah, they're not, 
They're not playing around with any automatopoeia they are, they or whatever. They're not pleased. <laughs> they, with saw, they took one look at this thing like that is a monster. That's a monster. No <laughs> thank you. I mean, they're all monsters, but uh, no way. Yeah, this this one, yeah, it's a it's a big scary metal monster. Mm-hmm. Don't want to mess with that. No thanks. Um, so yeah, across the board, Matang, which I guess you know it it being mostly onomatopoeic that that makes sense then that mm-hmm. it would be like why change it from language to language that is right. the sound of metal has no language yeah <laughs> neither sound does matang metal. sound of metal my favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie starring matang yeah as, the one as... where he kills all the the nazis who are trying to kidnap some orphans or whatever <laughs> wait what <laughs> you know the sound of music but but with metal oh i thought you were talking about the movie that's isn't that movie called the sound of metal that movie that just came out like a year or two ago oh that's starring riz ahmed as a matang (laughs) sound of metal 2019 he's a heavy metal drummer's life is thrown into free fall when he begins to lose his hearing okay yeah it's like it's all gone pete tong except with a drummer and more serious yeah no, I was I was I was firmly in the root of of making jokes about sound of music, um, and sorry. I, funny enough, don't think I've ever seen Sound of Music, so oh that gosh, one might have well, gone over my head. Uh, that's that was like one of my mom's like annual like Christmas movies. So yeah, that, I feel so like it's one of those movies that people are like, "How have you not seen that? That's a classic, etc., cetera, yeah. etc." Cetera. And I'm like, "I'm just a dummy. Sorry." Uh, well, you've seen way more movies than me that are considered classic and. How have you not seen this? I, I'm so bad at that. But it's your mom. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks mom. Yeah. Anyway, um that's uh that's you you know, movies. We we got those, but we gotta talk about Pokemon. <laughs> we got those. We know about those. But I guess that's not what VHS we're here to talk about. Listen. No. Everybody and their mother has a uh, movie podcast. This <laughs> is for the discerning consumer. Yeah, unless it's Detective Pikachu, the movie. Well, yeah. We, we're still allowed to talk about movies, I guess. But this yeah, is a Pokemon that a, podcast. Just, Dang yeah. It. Yeah, and, and as such, we should we should get on to these entries, because there's, there's a lot of them, as there were last time. And I'm, I'm very curious what we're going to get into here. Yeah, this Beldum was, was, a, was a real interesting one. It went some really odd directions, so very curious to see where this will go now that it is a thing with arms and a face and stuff. Let's mm-hmm. see. We're yeah. going to start with Ruby version. When two Beldum fuse together, Matang is formed. The brains of the Beldum are joined by a magnetic nervous system. By linking its brains magnetically, <laughs> this Pokemon generates strong psychokinetic powers holy cow you know what they say two two heads uh generate psychokinetic power better than one <laughs> wow that entry was a journey i have many questions it's it's it starts it starts off well enough like two bells fused together batang is formed i even have prob- okay i don't know how that happens but also you know whenever we see something evolve it's just it glows yeah. and I don't see anything, and then it's the new Pokemon, yeah. so... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I leveled up my Beldum, and it evolved. I guess another Beldum showed up from somewhere to yeah, fuse with it's it. Also, they swarm, apparently, sometimes, right? True. But I guess if if some of their, you know, polarization on their brains are enough that they can attract <laughs> to each other, 
they will they will combine uh. <laughs> and form like a flying saucer in between them. Yeah, yeah, through the power of magnets, I guess. I'm increasingly yeah. convinced that the magnet uh, anagram thing is intentional because this entry is, yeah. or not this entry, this whole chain is kind of obsessed with magnetism. Um, yeah, um, I, I can't imagine how much more into magnets they're going to get when we actually talk about magnemite. But oh my lord, yeah. It's not expecting this much magnetic talk about Matang and this whole evolution chain. But that um that Pokedex video that I was telling you about last time, yes. the translated Pokedex, there was one of the entries where they talked about how or not an entry even, it was like an interview they'd had with like some developer from the first game who was like, Yeah, I got the direction from like the lead developer, like, oh yeah, make a magnet Pokemon. Make one that's <laughs> magnets. And that was how we got Magnemite. Because he was like, I don't know. It's sure. a little floating eyeball with some magnets. It's magnets, Listen, the Pokemon. we got to make 150 of these little guys. we got to got places to be. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. It's, but yeah, it's, that'll be good when we get there someday. Someday. Magnemite. Um, but okay, the the brains the brains, the the are, brains joined. are joined. <laughs> like, it doesn't have blood. It just has uh-huh. this magnetic nervous system, but there is a there is a brain in there. Yeah, well, and what does that look like? Is it, it metal? has an actual brain, but its nervous system is magnetic. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that it's like transmit? I guess if our brains operate on electrical impulses, these brains operate on magnetic waves and force, etc. Right. So it's just a completely different sort of hardware than we right. are familiar with. Like that's just not how our conception of brains works at all. Right. Yeah, like our 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 synapses are are operate through electricity, not through magnetism. Um yeah. although again, those are kind of the same force. It's complicated. Very similar. Yeah. But this sentence takes us kind of firmly out of like you know normal brain workings, which lets oh, us yeah. get to the next sentence, which <laughs> <laughs> is that by linking them magnetically, this Pokemon generates strong psychokinetic power. Yeah. So, so I guess it sounds like their brains remain separate. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But but they're like just cat dog. But they're just, but they're connected through the powers of magnetism, and that mm-hmm. those powers are the two separate brains are working in tandem and thereby generating strong psychokinetic powers, which is like, sure, okay, yeah. I, <laughs> is that magnetism? Because before all of the psychic stuff seemed to be coming from magnetism, but now right. they see they're talking about something else entirely. Also, like. Th- Psychokinetic, which Wikipedia describes as an alleged psychic ability allowing a person to influence a physical system without physical interaction, like that's kind of just magnets, right? Like, kind of. I mean, it's an invisible force in the same way that magnet, right? Like, but if your brain is has a, a, a magnetic nervous system, like is, it's gonna be able to probably, you know, move things magnetically like that's how it floats like right yeah it's i think we maybe talked about this a little bit last time but there is a point at which being able to control magnetism and having psychokinetic powers from the outside look like exactly the same thing and how how are they functionally mm-hmm. different uh, right maybe not at all yeah but now they are stronger 
strong. There's two brains in there. There's a t- yeah, double the brain, double the power, linked exactly. magnetically into and i mean the thing is they were already kind of doing this when they were just beldum because when they were in swarms they would all lock together and operate as one being right this is just a formalization of that bond (laughs) that's kind of like the meat cute you know and then right once it finds another one like take it to the next level yeah and then they form a weird ufo dish somehow (laughs) um yeah hmm through the power of evolution. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Are the brains still in the arms where they used to be inside the Beldum? Uh, the the eyes aren't anymore, so I'm assuming they're True. they're somewhere in there in the in the saucer. Hmm. Seems like uh, the smarter move. Yeah, especially if you're going to be like punching with those arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to rattle around your brain, or maybe you don't care because it's you know magnetically it's held magne- in place. Your brain like, might perfectly. be made of steel. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> All I know is that there's two of them, and they 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 generate strong psychokinetic power. They're so. joined. Yeah. Well, our next entry is uh, starts off uh exactly the same but we we'll, we'll get a, a, a slightly different take on, on the last sentence there yeah this is unusual because ruby and sapphire are usually totally different but yeah all right this the sapphire version says when two beldum fused together batang is formed the brains of the beldum are joined by a magnetic nervous system same this pokemon turns its arms to the rear for traveling at high speed why like- is, is probably just more aerodynamic, right? You have you want your, your. Yeah. No, I just immediately was uh, the mental image that I have is like so it does the Naruto the Naruto run. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> probably more like straight backwards than like you get like the V. <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, stupid. I just. I don't know if he listens, but. Just, Naruto? No, Morgan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who Naruto runs everywhere oh, yeah. and also oh, yeah. has always described all of his D&D characters as Naruto running everywhere. Yes, yes, that's... Nerd. It's just, it's just the, the most efficient way to travel, you know? <laughs> I mean, he would know. Yeah. He's an educated he man. <laughs> but, um, but Tang does it as well, I guess. Um, I... I I'm assuming, like, okay, so it's got, like, magnet power, right? Probably a lot of that, it can focus into its arms, so maybe it can, like, you know, push. Mm, you use know. them like jets. Yeah, but, like, with but magnets, though. So. I mean, the aerodynamics argument definitely makes sense, and I think that, I mean, the capabilities of Matang seem to be greatly increased. I can't think, it's totally reasonable that they could be using their arms as magnet jets. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. It seems seems totally plausible to me. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Compared to the to Ruby, I feel like if I if I had gotten Sapphire, I'd I'd feel a little uh, like I got ripped off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the psychokinetic powers are a little bit more impressive than like it turns its arms around when it runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, Pokemon, you know move their bodies differently when they're <laughs> traveling like i don't it it's totally really holds, that holds its arms at a different spot isn't that wild yeah wow wow like, okay. okay what about the psychokinetic but, powers though yeah who, that's not important no. 
and apparently, I don't know, I've got a few pictures of it flying around here, but the, the I guess it's not going at high speed, so. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm not sure if I've seen it in the anime where it's, you know, in, in Sun and Moon where it's, you know, in at least a ostensibly couple of these, traveling. It looks it like to... it's moving at high speed and it's not doing the arm thing, but that's, yeah. you know. It Maybe is it's like it is. really high speed. Doesn't want to lose its trainer or whatever. That's true. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know how fast it can go. It could go very, very fast, and I would not know yeah. that. Yeah, uh, we'll find out. Oh, oh, but, yeah. yeah. So we will. Okay. Uh, should we? But, move yeah, let's along? keep going for now. Yeah. Fire red and leaf green says it floats midair using magnetism. Its body is so tough, even a crash with a jet plane won't leave a scratch. What? Do you Found mean? that up the hard way, did you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, there's only one way you find that out, right? Okay, so... And what happened to the jet plane? Yeah, that's my number one question. That is my number one question. Was the jet plane drawn to the Matang because of the magnetism? And also, it crashed with the jet... Di- I'd, something tells me that it didn't just bounce off, you know? Like, when... when- and when two things crash and one of them is left without a scratch, uh-huh. it's very likely that the other one has uh, quite a few scratches. This doesn't seem like an unstoppable force, immovable object situation. This seems like uh, the Matang won and the jet plane was demolished. Yeah, I'm, I, I hope it wasn't a passenger plane. Ah, uh, boy, howdy. It floats but, midair. Weird sentence. Uh the, and apparently midair means high enough to crash into a jet plane. <laughs> the metaphors they go for in these entries is like, we don't need to conjure the image of yeah, that destruction. Of a plane could, crash. <laughs> there's other ways for you to describe how tough its body is. Oh, but I guess even, that's maybe the... You maybe could, that's, like, even if you said a train, you know? Like, that, to me, mm-hmm. conjures an image with less death and horror, you know? Like, yeah. It might still be bad, and it, but it's still describing a lot of, of, you know, power and force. Maybe this is just, like, the, the most intense crash recorded that we've seen with a Matang, like... There was a Matang... It's like the Sully situation, except <laughs> instead of pulling birds into the engine, it was a Matang that... Presumably punched through the entire plane. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it must have. It, without a scratch, just went right through the dang thing. Yeah. Um, if they if they hit it nose first, then it just traveled down the entire length of the plane <laughs> and out God. the back. <laughs> uh, you know, not a scratch. Just maybe maybe some you know detritus and bodies stuck to the spikes on Attack. its. Super hard body. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, horrifying. God. So I guess maybe need to... um, Hopefully they've developed some sort of precautions. Some sort of magneto detector. Like, I'm assuming planes have some kind of, like, watch out for bird functionality. To yeah, some extent, maybe. right. Some kind but of sonar like, radar situation. I guess it would be radar. in the Pokemon world. Like you gotta, you gotta weigh up. Like we got, we gotta have a lot of precautions. There's who knows what flying around. Right. Airspace is occupied by large and powerful beings. Maybe that's why you only travel like by boat and train in the games. And by flying Pokemon. 
Right. Small enough There's definitely to airplanes in the anime around but... uh, matangs and such. Yeah. Loose matangs just floating in midair for some reason. What are you yeah, doing up what, here? If I'm combining these sentences together, like it wasn't even like traveling, flying around at a no, high it's speed. Just stationary. The plane just happened to <laughs> not see this matang, you know, obscured by the clouds or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, right. Uh, just inside of a cloud or something. Didn't see it. Whoops. Scrape. Yeah, it's a little little bit of turbulence there. <laughs> um, wow. Well, yeah. I love that. Also, just it floats midair using magnetism. Like, wow, its body is so tough, it can destroy a jet plane. Oh, oh okay. no! <laughs> yeah, uh, bold move, uh, conjuring the image of a plane crash in your children's yes. video game. Yes. Very, very bold decision. It's it's fire red and leaf green though. These are you know the 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 remakes for the nostalgia these are for the old the yeah, older kids the who've grown up <laughs> these are more grown-up entries i'm gonna have to yeah, start well. keeping an eye on the fire red and leaf green entries and see if that theory tracks but um let's let's keep going uh also i mean just real quick all that horror aside that is very impressive it is it's that's a, a very tough a hard, body it's a that's a real real toughie for sure Ugh, tough whatever you say so, that being said, Emerald Version. The claws tipping its arms pack the destructive power to tear through thick iron sheets as if they were silk. It flies at over 60 miles an hour. Mm, what a, like, what a great, seemingly unrelated sentence to end with, but <laughs> when you actually pair it with what you've just read before, it's like, oh, this is, this is a very scary... Uh, yeah. Pokemon. I was going to say it's a good thing that it turns its arms backwards when it's flying so that it's not spearing stuff. But the thing is, if it hits me going 60 miles an hour, <laughs> it doesn't matter if there are spikes involved or not. Yeah, that's that's 450 pounds of, of In, a very of tough in, body. Indestructible steel. <laughs> Spiked or not, it's going to do some some damage. Yeah, your, your iron armor is certainly not going to do any good, um, even if it's thick. Yeah. So this is an odd... Cause, as if it was silk. As if it was silk, yeah. As if it was what going through silk. Because silk is not like... I don't know. I, I got questions. Because it's weird that they say it's the claws that have the destructive power. Are they talking about mm -hmm. like how sharp they are? Or are we talking about like the strength of its arms? Are yeah, we talking the about how fast it can fly? Like Pack the destructive power. So yeah, I don't know. It must be like if I was holding just... the claw in my hand, could I punch it through thick iron sheets, just because it's so good and sharp? I guess. Or do I have to have matang strength? It's just you don't you don't think about claws as packing destructive power. Exactly. You think of them have having like you know shredding power or something. Right. Uh, but I guess they're, yeah, they're they're shredding thick iron sheets. So yeah, if you had one, you could you know probably claw your way through you know thick iron. Um, as if it were silk. So if it were silk, so if you were just ripping up a closet of fine clothes. Yeah. Huh. Matang's scary. Yeah, it's powerful. You know, Belden was a little scary. Um, with you know what, what with the skewering and all. Mm, um, <laughs> indeed. Sharp. The claws <laughs> were sharp on their own, but now you got two of those attached and to. A super brain. <laughs> uh, a super psychic brain. They can fly at 60 miles an hour. 
and is and, uh, nigh indestructible. Ma- yeah. Uh, very scary. Thick iron sheets. Um, yeah. Dang. Wonder. Yeah. I feel like the I love- the durability is an interesting and because often we have Pokemon with like intense destructive power, but. Mm-hmm. This is being paired with also it's psychic and also it's instructive. Like this is a powerhouse. Yeah, this is this is the the total package. Yeah, it's a good Pokemon probably for your team. Um, I think it's definitely one of the more iconic ones from uh, you know Ruby and Sapphire in that generation. Yeah, that or uh, it's 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 third next stage. Form. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely deadly. Um, I don't, I don't even know. They they laid it out here pretty well, albeit a little confusingly in terms of if it's the sure. arms or the claws or whatever. But the the point yeah. is that Matang itself can tear through thick iron sheets as if they were silk. Like that is on its own, mm-hmm. frightening and impressive. Also, sixty miles per hour is pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't. That's, I don't drive that fast, you know, unless I'm on on the highway. Yeah, that's cheetah speed. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, Matang. You should. I wonder if you can teach your Matang fly in the games. Probably not. Um, I don't think so. Um. Because yeah, it's. I, I doubt you can teach uh, Metagross. Or oh, good Beldum point. fly. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only one but, that would really make sense. Although it does make sense because it's got that neat little platform on it. It seems like it would be pretty good for flying. And we yeah. know that it can fly up to jet plane heights. Unless yeah. the jet plane was maybe taking off or landing when it hit the Matang. Oof. It does learn the move Aerial Ace. Okay. Uh, All right. Which makes sense if it's downing jets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An ace fighter. It's got a little tally mark on the side. For... Oh, jeez. Oh, it's a it's a it's a TM move only, though. I guess it doesn't know doesn't learn any flying moves uh, oh, naturally. Okay. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta teach it how to, <laughs> to destroy chance. Mm. But you can. You can absolutely. Um. No, oh, jeez. Let's keep going. <laughs> Diamond Pearl and Platinum says it is formed by two Beldum joining together. Its steel body won't be scratched if it collides with a jet. Oh. Doubling down on the jet yeah. thing. <laughs> it's still funny. So we said even a crash with a jet plane won't leave a scratch. No. Won't be scratched if it collides with a jet. Like, is that... We've shifted the onus well... of responsibility to the Matang here as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like... Also, is this we're, we're wording this is like this is something we need to be on the lookout for. This, this, this seems like a, a a common occurrence. Yeah, maybe. they brought it up again. They they're just out here colliding with with jets. This is, the way it's worse, it's like so casual. If it collides with a jet, like is that something that happens regularly? Like, is this a magnetism problem? Like, why mm, is this happening? Jets are are metal. Yeah, Matang are drawn but, to them. But they're like hovering, like using like the Earth's geomagnetic sphere, right? Or whatever you know, it's they could probably control that, but maybe they like to beat to up smash jets. jets. They like to punish humankind for its hubris. 
Maybe you were yeah. not meant to fly. I am Matang. Be gone from Ma- my realm. Matang, the the unexpected kaiju. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lessons to teach us about. Don't be flying. scratched. No, thank you. It's 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 wild enough that like it can you know destroy a jet seemingly pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, even wilder that it won't be scratched. Not like, even that's a, a scratch. Like it's gonna look pristine. Yeah. After all that death and destruction. <laughs> if you if you launched, yeah, just like a cube of steel at a plane, like it would be scratched. That's like yeah. extra good. Metal steel. on metal. Yeah. Maybe it like psychically avoids any like dings and dents and stuff with its psychic powers. Who knows? Um They did specifically say in the earlier, in the Fire Red and Leaf Green, they were like, its body is so tough that a crash with a jet screen won't. Yeah, it's it's the toughness that prevents Mm -hmm. it from being scratched. Maybe maybe they're not talking about cosmetic scratches, but, you know, they're they're just being... Speaking metaphorically in terms of it being harmed. Right, right. But, like, I don't know how you would tell if it's it's harmed, really, unless it's, like, you know, cracked or actually scratched. Right, yeah. It's just, it's all metal. I don't know. It's all metal, I guess. It's all metal, probably. There might be brains. There's a brain. brain There's two brains. Two brains. One brain. <laughs> a, if 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 you have two brains that are linked, then don't like you a, really functionally have one brain? It's like a binary solar system, you know? It's like, they're, they're both there, but they're kind of working as one, right. you know? Right, yeah. Um, let's, let's keep going here. We, we, got, we got a lot more to get through. Okay, Heart Gold and Soul Silver says when two Beldum fuse together, a magnetic nervous system places their brains in union. In holy matrimony. <laughs> when two Beldum love each other very much, they link their brains so they can destroy all air traffic. <laughs> they are committed to each other and also the destruction of airlines. These are in their vows. <laughs> Uh, I hate jets so much. They are so loud. The only thing that I feel stronger than my love for you is my hatred it's of jet planes. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, not not too much for for this entry. It's, it's not. It's uh, nothing really new. Although I do. I I enjoy the phrasing. The brains in union. Yeah, a magnetic nervous system places their brains in union. It's like they're being yeah. placed on pedestals side by side or something. You know, it's uh, never too late to unionize your workplace or your brain. Or your with central with nervous system. <laughs> with the power of magnets. Mm. and Have unions tried that? Class consciousness. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have they tried magnets? Yeah. Maybe that's an approach that they should be yeah. considering. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Starbucks employees are, are, are forming first yeah, ever union. Yeah, in New York, I think. Somewhere. Yeah, it's... Uh, Send, send your magnets to Starbucks um, to show your support. <laughs> yes, help them out. Oh, yeah, these or, poor, uh, my coworker went and got some Starbucks the other day, and she was waiting for like an hour because they were down to one espresso machine, and there were like uh-oh. 30 uncaffeinated people in this Starbucks waiting for coffee. Oh, no. And it just gave me flashbacks to working in food service and what a nightmare that must have been for those oh, poor Starbucks gosh. employees. Yeah. Yeah, definitely... Yeah, um, 
send send actual support if you can to to unionize yeah, the ideally workers. Ideally, ma- not magnets, but, but you know, you know, you could maybe if you if you're sending them like a letter or a gift card or whatever, you know, draw a magnet on it, you know, and be like, yeah. BTB told me to do this, and they'll be like, what? And our influence will will grow. What is that? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. We're starting the revolution here. Well, you heard it. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. hearing it here first on Beyond the Ball. Magnets are the symbol of the uh, class consciousness. Yes. Um. Thanks, Matang. <laughs> Thanks. Take, Matang take, is standing up against the man. Take down the jets of capitalism. Take down Big Airline. Uh, jets are pretty bad uh, in terms yeah, of... Like, bad for the environment. Yeah, there's better ways to travel. Um, yeah. Well... Depends on what you mean by better, but yeah. Yeah, uh, there's there's <laughs> less uh, um, less uh, more less environmentally destructive. Yeah, less environmentally destructive ways to travel. Uh, but boy, yeah, you know, uh, it's funny how a single word can get us on a on a whole leftist tangent. Uh, that's that's the power of the yeah. Union. Literally, just say the word union <laughs> to us, and we're going to start going on and on. Here we go. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's continue on black and white yeah. too. It is formed by two beldum joining together. Its two brains are linked, amplifying its psychic power. Black and white too is like you needed three whole sentences to say that. I got you in one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again specifically saying psychic power instead of talking about like control over magnetism or whatever but i still kind of stand by the fact that those could be the same thing yeah i who knows if this means it can read minds as well or whatever Um, yeah yeah could be but it's a psychic type pokemon you know dream eater is a psychic type move which i'm assuming you know has some some pretty uh mental uh stuff instead of more like physical things mm, right i see what you mean but rather than being able to move stuff with your mind that's like getting into someone's head yeah you know telepathy versus telekinesis you know exactly exactly uh, which you conveniently most you know psychic like you know mutants and the x-men or whatever have have both just do both yeah which is yeah those are very different things but you know i guess you you get your your psycho power up enough you can do whatever you want um yeah for some reason always packaged yeah, there's a, there was that always. thing back in the day where it was like, you know, the, the whole mind over matter thing where people were just into the theory like, oh, if I just think hard enough, I can do anything. Right. Um, and then we made a bunch of comics about it. I feel like maybe Professor X is more on the telepathy side and Jean mm-hmm. Grey is more on the telekinesis side. Yeah, but yeah, it, it fluctuates, I guess, depends. I don't know. You don't you, we, you really don't see Charles doing too much telekinesis for sure. Right. But. Yeah. Anyway, um, another another tangent for another time, perhaps. Um, not. I do. I do love X Men. They. I would do an X Men podcast with you. Oh my gosh! Do the cartoon or, or some of the. There's a lot of good X Men podcasts out there already, probably, and Pokemon podcasts. Whatever, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> X Men. God, we need to watch an X Men movie together. It's been too long. Stop making them. Yeah. Well, they're probably going to start again soon. Yeah, but it's going to be all, you know, MCU, Disney, I don't know. Like, not that the Fox ones were, like, you know, great or anything, but... Right, they were not. They were different, <laughs> and, you know, it's all it's all kind of homogenized now, which... Um, yes, they are going to be of a certain flavor, probably. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have fun either way. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
we're let's let's continue the fun we're having right now with Beldum um, as we as we move on with these entries. All right, we're getting into the what I think of as the modern the modern entries mm-hmm. uh, sun version. When two Beldum link together, their psychic power is doubled. Their intelligence, however, remains unchanged. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> okay. They're still dumb. It's two brains. Like, they didn't, like, you know, combine knowledge, I guess, or... Right. They amplified their powers, but it doesn't help them think any better. Hmm. It, interesting. Also, yeah, intelligence is, is its own can of worms. Right, yeah, that's, uh, you know, difficult to quantify, pretty, depending on your definitions, and so on. Pretty so objective, forth. but I guess you could, yeah. maybe we're tracking it here as, like, kind of uh, awareness, you know, kind of like, uh, from, like, animal to man kind, humans thinking ability, reasoning and stuff, so. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, to me this seems like, you know, they behave in a similar fashion to Beldum. They have similar approaches to problem solving, mm-hmm. etc. Right. They're not suddenly going to, to conferences and, you know, uh, jet plane protests or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not writing stuff all of a sudden. It, yeah. No. They do have double the psychic power, though, which is, yeah, which you know, neat. Presumably they had some psychic power as, as Beldum, but it seems to be mostly magnets. But mm-hmm. uh, who could say for sure? I, I, w- I would have hoped the Pokédex, but seemingly not. Um, <laughs> yeah, so therefore nobody can say. Yeah. Um, but That does seem like it would be difficult to measure, but I guess there could be tests. If you could train it to be like, lift the heaviest thing you can lift with yeah. your psychic powers, and then Beldum can lift double that. Yeah, or if there's like two Beldums that are like scoring equally on like, you know, put the shape in the shape hole test or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you make them a Matang, and it's like, oh, they, they're still getting the same score on, on the yeah. shape hole didn't, test. They didn't, didn't get any better at that. No. Um, interesting. Now they just have two brains that are equally... Not good at the shape hole test. <laughs> yeah. Listen, shapes are tough sometimes. Um, let's, uh, let's keep going, though, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Psych- double the psychic power? Sure. It's impressive. Yeah. Sure. I don't know what its, its starting point was, really. Yeah. It's it's interesting how much we're getting on, on the two-brain thing with a Pokemon that, you know, at first glance, without knowing about Beldum, you wouldn't think it had two brains. Like, there's a lot of two-headed right. Pokemon or multiple kind of organism Pokemon, like Ductrio or Torduo. Don't talk about that. <laughs> I mean, they might. We'll see. But Yeah, I guess we don't know that. Uh, but you, you look at this Pokemon, and it looks like a one-brain Pokemon. But <laughs> and It's a one-brain Pokemon you right know, there. You also don't look at it and think of, like, oh, its arms are, are Beldums, unless you, you know kind of about the, the whole chain. So Right. It's interesting. Um, Tang. It's uh, more, more than meets the eye, for sure. More than meets the eye, Matang. Yeah. Um, oh. Moon version is next. It adores magnetic minerals, so it pursues nose pass at speeds exceeding 60 miles an hour. Oh, out of adoration. Yeah, is nose pass composed of magnetic minerals uh apparently 
What's uh, what's going on with Nose Pass? Uh, I think it's Nose a, Pass is a steel type. Notably, um, a Pokemon with a big old nose looks like an Easter Island head, kind of. It is a rock type, um, but I guess it's magnetic minerals in there. Evidently. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's it's got a magnetic nose that is always pointed to the north, according to one ah, of its entries. So. Sure. Okay. Um, so what does Matang? do in the event that it it catches up with the nose pass listen you know i don't uh know what i do like if i actually met gwendolyn christie i just want to i just want to just want to pursue yeah it's not about i don't know (laughs) it's uh it's uh adoration well and so if it can go 60 miles an hour is nose pass running away at speeds exceeding 60 miles an hour seems unlikely no it's got seems like probably no very short feet um yeah it doesn't seem like it could not even heft itself very fast at all and it has to be pointing north all the time i guess i'm not sure how it moves in the first place (laughs) yeah we'll we'll find out we'll get to that but um so I would think that Matang would catch them frequently. I guess. It's like, well, Beldum liked magnets, right? Like, if it was feeling sad, give it a magnet. And True. It, I, I forgot it just about makes that, it, yeah. I guess it just makes it happy. It's maybe just like a, like an ASMR thing, just like having that kind of magnetic mineral nearby. Yeah, because it can pleasing. interact with magnetic fields, so it's just happy to have... A nose pass around, I, I guess. guess. Yeah, you know, what, pursuing other Pokemon usually makes me think it's hunting them, but I guess it right. just probably wants to vibe with it, literally. <laughs> just hang out and vibe, yeah. Vibe with, with that uh, that sweet magnetic field that it's generating. I don't know... Like It adores magnetic How minerals. far away can you detect these, these nose pass that you need to travel... At speeds exceeding sixty miles an hour to get to them, <laughs> I guess when you're that powerfully magnetic, you can probably you know pick up those noses pretty far away. But like, yeah, you can you can feel a disturbance in in the field. Yeah, weird. Um, just gotta gotta hang out with Nose Pass, you know. Just a great great um, great hangout, bud. You know. I mean it. There's no reason to think that they destroy the nose pass, but I just <laughs> I'm suspicious. That's all. It's possible. It could say like it 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 adores the taste of magnetic materials maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what it eats. So um it eat but it eats something. We know that. Every pokemon eats. They all eat something. I don't know you where heard it's it. <clears throat> The only holes I'm seeing first, are, that's not true. are for its eyes, so I don't know <laughs> if it's got a mouth hidden somewhere on there. But uh, yeah. we, well, we're talking I mean, about this with with Beldum too, that maybe it like absorbs nutrients like through the claws somehow. But right, there could be any any number of uh, weird nutrient consumption systems that we are not familiar with. Yeah, we don't live in a Pokemon world. I don't have strong psychokinetic power. What, they, right, you could do anything to eat. Who knows? Maybe that's a, w- a way to eat. <laughs> strong psychokinetic power. Well, um, speaking of eating, looks like we're we're gonna we're gonna follow this track a little farther with our, yeah. our next injuries. Ultra Sun says, with its two brains, it fires powerful psychic energy to stop its prey in their tracks. 
okay, it, this is Dragon Ball Z key blasts or whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> powerful psychic <laughs> energy. What? Okay. Yeah, it's where it's just uh, psychic. Sure. You know, you know, psi beam. It's that. Yeah. It's just it's a <laughs> the beam. beam of of psychic beams. You know. Not not typically known for like their destructive capability until like Star Wars made it. You know, it's just lasers. That's just light. You know. Yeah. Well, but it's a psychic beam. That's don't true. You know. Um, true. So yeah, I mean, it could be any number of things, right? Maybe it's psychically stopping their heart or immobilizing their legs oh or fire. You know, but it fi- it's something it fires though. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, that's a good point. Uh, from where? It's brain, it's claws. Uh, maybe it's just. Is it shooting like air. a. Is it firing a magnetic pulse that'll just down yeah, spray maybe. to the ground or something? With its two brains. Yeah, they really are. You, you almost could call it the two brains Pokemon. Like, they really <laughs> are very interested in this, this, this element of its design that is not at all visible in yeah. its physical design it's the iron claw pokemon it's got very distinctive iron claws that can can cut through iron sheets as if they were silk we know that much but not too much else about the claws more about the the double brain situation yeah they also if you just had ultra sun it would be like oh with its two oh it's got two brains why does it have two brains (laughs) (laughs) yeah every other entries had to had to make sure you know it's two beldum come together they fuse right and that they get the two brains this is just like you got plenty of room. This is the shortest entry of all of them. You can, you can include that note in there. But nope. They're gonna, it's got two brains. They're going to assume you figured that one out on your own. It fires powerful psychic energy to stop its prey in their tracks. Blammo. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't know, know why it would need to. It could just fly at me at 60 miles an hour. And right. Just, if, yeah, if you can, you know, crash with a jet plane effectively just your whole body is a projectile i don't know why you need psychic yeah. projectiles i mean in fairness work. it might be hunting things that are sturdier than a human body or a jet plane or a jet plane well okay yeah see <laughs> that's a fair point <laughs> if, it's, if it's hunting things that are more sturdy than a jet plane i'm sure there's some some weaker prey it could set its sights on uh, i would think well but yeah i don't know what it's eating yeah they, what, they have what not told us strange that. nutrients it may require for not... its dark doings <laughs> jet planes it's jet fuel it drinks jet fuel oh god Right into the eye socket. <laughs> pouring it in. <laughs> oh, God. Can't get enough uh, of that stuff. So in that case, it would be firing powerful psychic energy to just immobilize planes in the air. <laughs> so it could crash through them and get right yeah. to that sweet, sweet fuel. Mm, flying is not safe. Mm, no, not, not in the Pokemon world. No way. This is Matang's sky. I'm, I'm traveling by bus at most. no-fly zone. Wait until we get to the the entry where they talk about how much, uh, you know, I can't think of it. champ how loves much, to how destroy much, buses or something. Yeah, I was going to say how much how much Chansey hates buses. <laughs> Egg um, bombs them. <laughs> yeah. From bridges. <laughs> <laughs> 
just really hates public transit. I don't know why. Yeah, Chancey, that's going to be a, 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 a real big heel turn if that turns out to be the case. <laughs> I, was, turns out I would Chancey not be expecting that. Really angry about the way that its tax dollars are being spent. <laughs> Listen, it works hard at the Poke Center, you know? <laughs> it earned that money. <laughs> and you're going to take it away with. Okay. With your um, bus pass. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, eggs geez. away. Um, let's uh, let's keep going here. We gotta we gotta find out what this thing eats and how it eats it. Hey, well, hopefully, probably not. Ultra Moon. It flies at high speeds around the skies, <laughs> destroying jet planes wherever they go. <laughs> when it finds its prey, Matang takes a firm grip with its sharp claws and never lets go. Well, yeah, you know, if it's prey, I'm not I'm not letting go of that. Yeah. Never lets go until it eats it, presumably. Somehow. So it stops the prey with psychic energy. It can fly at 60 miles an hour. It's indestructible. <laughs> it firmly grips them in iron claws that can shear through thick iron as if it were silk. <laughs> A lot of superlative ability from Matang here. Really just kind of, when taken all together, unstoppable unstoppable like uh yeah you better uh, hope it's not after you because what are you gonna do about it at least by <laughs> human standards no way yeah that's that's un- that's unstoppable unless you got a charizard that can melt anything you know right you crash a jet plane into that thing it doesn't care so unfazed I'm, I'm on a I'm on. I'm in a in some some weird space right now. I'm I'm outside our normal kind of canon sources of, of information. I'm on tvtropes.org/pmwiki, which is I guess Pokemon Wiki, and they've got a Fanon Pokédex for Beldum. Fanon Pokédex. Yeah, I don't know if that means it's just you know fans making up stuff or if they have actual sources. There's certainly no sources. Anonymous fan, a, 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 an amalgamation of anon and fan. Perhaps? I've got like the the user who wrote this, but there's a, they, they've got a a diet section for for Beldum. Um, oh, that says intriguing. in all stages of evolution, Beldum are carnivores and feed primarily off of other steel and rock types. Um, how how can you know that? According Why is that on TV tropes? According to this person, when they spot prey, they will use their psychic abilities to destroy its mind, allowing them to feed at their leisure. Like, okay, I think we're... Yowza. This sounds pretty pretty not canon, which is, I guess, you know, the definition of fanon would be <laughs> canon, but some interesting... Oh, right. Oh, that's what it is. Fanon. It's right. fan fanon. canon. Fan canon. Oh, yeah. okay. I gotcha. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But... Interesting theory that it, it, it would probably eat if it likes, you know, minerals and stuff, magnetic stuff. So it would destroy the nose pass, by the way. But according to this theory, which I think it, it maybe tracks. I mean, it tracks. We know that it hunts stuff, and we also know that it adores magnetic minerals and pursues nose pass. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Like, pursue uh, implies that the nose pass is running away, and if the nose pass is running away, then the yeah. metal is doing something that it doesn't like, which it, is probably not great. They left out a key word here, which is probably, like, it adores eating magnetic minerals or <laughs> yeah. something, but... Or whatever Matang's version of eating is. Maybe it just, like, demagnetizes it. it just, like, takes the magnetic energy oh. away. Interesting, like, you know, like Marceline, like, like, eating red, like, draining yeah, red right. from things. Yeah, just drains it out, and then the nose pass is like, I don't know what direction north is anymore. But I can point my nose wherever I want now, at least. But I 
I'm assuming that Nose Pass's whole existence is based around its ability to point north or some stupid thing. I will say, <laughs> you know, we don't talk a lot of smack about Pokemon. Love yeah. for all Pokemon. Nose Pass is the dumbest Pokemon. Not a, not a fan of Nose Pass. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's just a big nose. It's That's the Easter whole design. Is they were uh-huh. like, what if a nose? The end. It's a big rock nose. Yeah, this Whatever. was this was what this was from Stupid. also Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, but 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 when it evolves, it gets a mustache. Will yeah, and I'm pretty sure those are magnetic filings. Um, not to get too ahead of ourselves here and spoil the nose pass stuff, but yeah, um, look look forward to that episode, I guess. Um, and how <laughs> how it's going to be like Buizel all over again, probably. Yeah. We, um, we 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 lightened up on on Buizel, I think, eventually. But maybe can't remember. Who could say? I'm not, I'm not going to go back and listen again. We should make like a highlights, a highlights reel. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah. we got a lot of material to go through at this point. True. Um. Well, okay. Should we uh, start to round this out here? Yeah. Let's let's get our, our final two entries here. Sword version says two Beldum have become stuck together via their own magnetic forces. With two brains, the resulting Matang has doubled psychic powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They come stuck together like this wasn't their intention? Yeah, like, that makes it sound accidental. Like we're just swarming here and it's like, oh, whoops, here we go. Two brains. Whoa. I can see how like if normally they swarm and then they all move in unison, it's like I move to the right, you move to the right. Like they normally yeah. wouldn't be able to get close enough to each other. Mm. But if like a certain situation arises where one of them is like, thrown out of whack and then they get too close together and then it's like oh bam fused yeah i guess that's what this set makes it sound like they've just stuck together it's like whoop slap here we go we're evolved may as well um, join forces yeah. to destroy the planes gosh uh prepare for trouble and make a double indeed <laughs> Oh, no. But I still don't understand where the rest of the Pokemon came from. Whatever. It's no. just evolution. I don't know why I'm getting so hung up on that. It's just, the, like, the fact it's that It's just evolution. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon always... Je- where do Blastoise's weird cannons come from? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Evolution. Um, <laughs> it's a miraculous it... <laughs> uh, phenomenon, Will. Yeah, it's spontaneous generation of mass, uh, which <laughs> should be impossible. But, um, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not too much from sword here yeah we, we know about the double psychic powers okay yeah, it's, it's, got two, it's got two brains obviously it's gonna have double the psychic power no. um let's keep so on. finally shield version using magnetic forces to stay aloft this pokemon flies at high speeds weaving through harsh mountain terrain in pursuit mm-hmm. of prey okay so it can fly very fast it can also fly very nimbly and uh yeah. Acrobatically. And, you know, I don't think jet planes regularly fly through harsh mountain terrain that often. So uh, yeah. That probably... does imply that it's not drinking jet fuel. <laughs> yeah, I think we good. might have to have to toss that theory out. Yeah, um, I mean, that's not the worst. I'm not too upset to lose that theory. But it's hey, probably we, good for everyone. We've got our own fan in uh, Pokedex entry coming up here. We can write whatever oh, yeah. we want. It drinks True. jet fuel. Um, yeah. Is there anything new in S.H.I.E.L.D. that we want to talk about here? Uh, High speeds. Yeah, the just, weaving through harsh mountain terrain. That's cool. It, I it's, mean, it's good to know that it can't. Yeah, it, it's it's got aerial prowess. Like, it knows how to how to navigate. It knows how to bullseye a womp rat. Um, yeah. 
it, could, it lives for that canyon flying. I mean, in it, fairness, it if could it crash crashes with into a, the side of the canyon, who cares? It could like, crash with a Death Star with, without leaving a scratch. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Uh, if it crashes into the harsh mountain terrain, yeah. no harm, no foul. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't know why it's bothering to weave at all. Just go where you need <laughs> Just to go. plow right through it. You'll it be probably fine. loses some speed, even if it's not going to be scratched, That's right? true, and I really want to get to that nose pass, you know? Yeah, right, and it's somehow going very fast. It's somehow escaping from me at all, ever. But you're going to read the nose pass entries, and it's going to be like, it ambles along at one mile an hour because it's a big, dumb nose. It, it's got tiny little feet. It hurls jet planes into the air to stop its <laughs> primary predator from catching it. Matang tears it to rubble all the time. God. Yeah, uh, Harsh Mountain... Harsh mountain terrain, indeed, as as we know, the the mountains are where where the real dangerous Pokemon live. That is true. That so. is true. That is canon, not just Fanon. That's that's the real canon right there. Mountains it's, is bad. It's good to be able to, to maneuver through that, especially yeah, if there's Charizards, they can melt anything. You don't want to mess up their mountain, you know. Yeah, if you're cruising along at sixty and you accidentally like catch some, get caught in the crossfire, so to speak. Yeah, that's that's some road rage you don't want. <laughs> you're gonna be forever just like a weirdly shaped matang <laughs> just kind of like half melted it's kind of like warped <laughs> yeah yeah oh, warped out of true um boy matang powerhouse matang. a true powerhouse really a jack of all trades a real renaissance mon and not even the end of the the evolution chain. Yeah. So who Lord knows, what, knows we're see next. What, what is going to happen next week? When oh, it evolves man. again. Yeah. Is it going to absorb more Beldum into itself, or is it just going to evolve Presum- regular styles? Presumably two more Beldum. Because um, it, it it's is got four spoiler, legs. It is going to be four legged. So yeah, four times the psychic powers. Unclear. It's still Four times the hunger for magnets? One times the intelligence still. The insatiable lust for magnetism? <laughs> Maybe all these jet planes were carrying loads of nose pads. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like Team Rocket. Or like, just magnets generally. Yeah, you know, mag- they gotta gotta ship magnets overseas somehow, I guess. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, so in the Pokemon world, when you go through the TSA and they're like, no water, no weapons, no flammable liquids, no magnets, no nose magnets pa- on the plane. Keep your nose pass in the Pokeball or PC at all times. You will attract Matang and they will destroy the plane without a second thought. Or just keep like a Charizard strapped to your plane, <laughs> ready to, to, to melt any incoming Matang. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, yeah, that's that's the cost of doing business as yeah. an airline in the Pokemon world, is you just have to have escort forces <laughs> that travel <laughs> with every plane and ensure that no one gets too close. I mean, that's the kind of the whole the whole shtick for trainers, right? You have an escort force to protect that's you from true. the wild Pokemon Yeah, that's an there. excellent point. Being up in the sky is just like being in the tall grass. You can't yeah. just go that's... without a Pokemon to defend you. Are you dumb? No, 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 no. <laughs> Come with so it's me. just on a larger scale. You've got to have flying trainers escorting every plane. <laughs> 
I'll be uh, your pilot today. This is your flight crew. And out there across the left wing, our you security can see our, team. our security team and their Charizards. Charizards. Everybody and, and wave. Rhyperiors who can yeah. shoot rocks at whatever comes by. Any birds. Make sure that Rayquaza doesn't show up or something. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? That, that uh, sky high flying Pokemon. Rayquaza. Yeah. Um, What's uh what what's what's our entry here? What do we what do we what do we? Say I mean, about I think Mateng? we we said a lot. I mean, like, it is an absolute powerhouse. It's uh, Ten. yeah, it's it's the complete package. You know, it's, it's nigh indestructible. It's got intense destructive power, and also just like for a fun side note, psychic abilities. I know I'm not this. This is not really. <laughs> In in Pokemon Pokedex yeah. entry format. Sorry, I just uh, how do you, how to say it. Tank is an absolute powerhouse. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's nigh indestructible, and powerfully psychic. Good luck scratching it. <laughs> <laughs> and watch out for the double yeah the two brain thing should be in there yeah the double brain double the brain watch out for the double brain plays one times the experience very <laughs> the intelligence but is an absolute powerhouse good luck scratching it and watch out for the double brain plays yes uh, good good enough like i don't know we can do whatever we want. We we're not bound by anyone's rules. No. What is what's the humanity of uh, Batang? Where did we give Velum? Um, we gave Velum a three. Generous. Uh, if anything, it its feels adoration. Humanity has, yeah. The whole double brain, brains. magnetic thing, I feel like that's less human. Like, we are and, well outside the bounds of human experience. Right. And its intelligence hasn't increased. Right. Um, but Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, in the one to two range here, I think. I'm going to give it a two. It's because it's, yeah, it's got the adoration thing, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's working in union, kind of. Um, yeah. It, Teamwork, um, kind of interacts with jet planes just like humans do. <laughs> just like humans do <laughs> um, uh. yeah de- deadliness uh, we gave Beldum a six I think this is higher yeah but also I don't think it's Too it's hard to say higher. that it's like it's, it's like, like it is it is possessed of definitely more destructive capability but if we go too much higher we start getting into the range where normally i would be expecting it to hunt me down and kill me right this like this this one's not seeking out life or humans to end it like haunter or something it's right maybe seeking it is out jet planes. Prey, but yeah well yeah and that remains to be seen um, so i want to go the fact s- that it is clearly causing plane crashes though mm-hmm. on probably more than one occasion yeah i feel like we can put it at an eight eight seems good yeah i I'm, I'm worried we're going to have to bump that up even higher for, for next oh, one. Oh, yeah, we'll, maybe. We'll see where that takes us. We'll um, see. And oddly enough, I don't think that it would necessarily be a bad pet despite that, you know? No, it's very clean. It eats, like, you know, rocks or whatever, maybe. I don't Probably. know. Probably. I don't know. 
Magnus? But it's like, yeah, I mean, the worst you got to worry about is if it's not trying to kill you, which we don't think that it would, maybe it accidentally flies through your wall or something. But any big <laughs> Pokemon, you're going to get into that trouble. Seems yeah. like a pretty good pet. Yeah. Especially I mean, if you not, didn't write it, just sit right up there. not exceptionally, like, cute or cuddly. It's very no. sharp and hard, and <laughs> but, <you laughs> that's know, not that's, great. But that's, uh, Not all pets have to be that, you know? Yeah, right. I, I feel comfortable rating this relatively high on the pet worthiness scale, I think. Like, maybe, uh, I don't know, six-ish? Does that I sound think, fair? Yeah, sure. Even higher? I think six is fine. I don't, I don't want to give it too much credit. Like, right, because it's not like doing anything that makes it a particularly good pet. It's just not an absolute nightmare to have as a pet, which I feel like right. we've been on kind of a roll of those lately. <laughs> nightmare <laughs> pets. Yeah. yeah, where it's like even the cute ones are like, yeah, it's got allergies so bad that they could be classified as poison. Like, right. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a pretty bad pet. Yeah, okay. not great. Not great. Um, Yeah, that's uh, Batang, I suppose. Batang! Uh, woof. It was... Uh, it's a pretty wild one. Yeah. Uh, let's, I mean, as expected, I suppose. Let's see if we can get any any final information gleaned from its 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 mystery dungeon phrases. I guess um, <laughs> doesn't look like too much, but yeah, fifty one percent to one hundred percent HP. It says I control magnetism to float. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, good. Thanks uh, for the update. Twenty six to fifty percent HP. Not any smarter than you were before, huh? <laughs> no, I guess not. Doesn't seem to communicate through magnetism like it used to, or maybe it doesn't. Oh yeah, that's right. It was that was much discussed in the Belden yeah. episode, but yeah. that that in the blood. Um, I mean, I guess it is perfectly communicating with its own double brain mm, using magnetism. That's true. Its whole nervous yeah. system is now magnetism. But you don't anyway. even need need words when your brain is right next to the other one. like the communication of two beldums using magnetism is a rudimentary form of the nervous system that it will create when it actually literally fuses into matang yeah uh, anyway sorry simpatico simpatico indeed um 26 50 percent hp um my health is down by half period <laughs> It's <laughs> the, the passive aggression. The that, um, like, um, my like, health is down by half. Like Matank is the last Pokemon I would expect to be like umming and awing. I guess. <laughs> like, um, but we've never seen this before, so yeah. Um, uh, is anyone gonna do well, anything about that? It's it's, it's probably surprised, but like we can't tell when your HP is down by half. You're just like. <laughs> you know complete metal sheen like yeah, you're unscratched at you gotta all let times. me know uh 1% to 25% hp i'm run down my magnetism grows fainter um as as does this podcast <laughs> i guess we're, we're growing fainter as we approach the <laughs> as end we run down just like the magnetism of of a weakened matang mm. Um, unless it levels up, in which point it will say, leveled up, my magnetism is amplified. Mm. Which, all right. Let it says magnetism and not psychokinetic power or something. Right. Well, yeah. Sort yeah. of out of step with the things they've been saying in these entries, but, it, you know. Potato, the, potato. Magnetism, psychokinesis. I, th eh. I think it's cool that it's a steel psychic type. Do we think it needs to be psychic type? Like could 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 this have just been a metal a steel type? type? Yeah, steel type, and still had all the magnetism stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, 
Magnemite's an electric type. Yeah, I, right. Well, actually, it I guess they, they retconned that to, yeah. to steel, didn't they? Steel electric, yeah. But So the steel magnetism thing is kind of already tied, though, by that precedent. It's mm-hmm. all, also clearly made out of steel. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, they are explicitly talking about psychic abilities here, but it's nothing that they couldn't have just explained as magnetism. It flies right. explicitly with magnetism, you know? Like, right. It's just, yeah, I guess just the brain stuff they want to kind of yeah, harp on. Yeah, true. Is, I guess pretty pretty psychic. But. I feel like it's kind of in line with a theory that we raised maybe last week, maybe previously, which was that maybe mm-hmm. psychic is just stuff they don't understand. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. Next episode when we talk about uh, Matang's uh, and Bellum's final form, uh, Metagross. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's got some some actual like psychic psychic stuff going on. No, maybe maybe it's I don't just know. Gross. Wutang has psychic blasts or whatever that it fires, but who knows what that means? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how uh, how many how many jet planes uh, a Metagross can <laughs> can down next time. Uh, <laughs> well. but yeah, thanks uh, thanks for listening, and uh, thank you to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all their useful canon info that we use for the show um, <laughs> and tvtropes.org for, for all the useful fanon yeah for all the the fun stuff for the, for the fluff um yeah this is a it's been a long one we've got one more it's probably going to be long as well but thanks for thanks for hanging out with us um yeah we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to it my name is brayden my name is will go beyond the ball <laughs>